The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, or maybe afternoon for some, I don't know. Uh, welcome to It's 7-Up Time for February 12th. Uh, my name is Donna Brown. I am president of the Mountain State Council of the Blind. This uh, event is being presented by the Mountain State Council of the Blind, and we are the West Virginia affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. And before we actually start, I'd like to thank our volunteers who are helping make this event run smoothly. We have as our host tonight, Carrie, and we have our, our streamer who's streaming us on ACB Media 6. We have Chanel. And so uh, what we're going to do tonight, we have a, a presenter and it's not me, so you won't have to listen to me. Uh, so I'd like to turn the evening over to Tim Hill. Tim is a board member of the Mountain State Council of the Blind and is quite the historian and he's quite the trivia guy too. So I am going to turn it over to him and everybody sit back and enjoy the ride. Go ahead, Tim. It's yours. Okay. I just want to say that we're not really not bragging here about uh famous people. I mean, every state has famous people, but uh, I just wanted to uh, kind of spotlight some of the people from West Virginia and some are maybe a little controversial, controversial, and some of them are people that everybody's heard of. Some are people that you all may, ne may not have heard about. So the first person that I want to talk about is Chuck Yeager. Now, Chuck Yeager, a lot of people know that he was the first person to break the sound barrier. But he did more than that. He started out as a private in the, Air, in the Army Air Corps. And he was a mechanic, a plane mechanic. And... After a while, he, they taught him to fly so that he could test, test drive some of the planes that he had fixed to make sure everything was okay. Well, he got into mock, mock dog fights with some of the regular pilots, and he pretty much and he pretty much just waxed all their tails. And he eventually became a sergeant, and they decided that he was just so good that uh, they had decided to make him make him a pilot. Now, he is, like I said, not only is he the first person to ever break the sound barrier, but he once shot down five, first person to ever shoot down five planes in one day. You shoot down five airplanes, you become an ace. He did that in one day. And, uh, his eyesight was like 2010, which is just un unbelievable. He could spot the enemy planes before 
the uh, before the radar did. And also, he uh, was the first person to shoot down a jet airplane. The Germans in World War II had jet airplanes. And he shot, he was able to shoot one down with a propeller plane, a P-51 Mustang. And uh, he, of course, he was born in, he, he was born in Hamlin. I forgot to mention that. He was born in Hamlin, West Virginia. And during his stay in the Air Force, his wife was staying with uh, her father in Hamlin. And he got in trouble one time for buzzing the house and tearing a bunch of shingles off the roof. <laughs> but um, he was just an exceptional pilot. And uh, like I said, he started out as a private and he retired as a brigadier general. I don't think very many people have ever done that. And so that's uh, one of the first, one of the people I wanted first person I wanted to talk about. The, the next person I wanted to talk about is Jerry West. Jerry West was from uh, Cabin Creek, West Virginia. He played at East Bank High School and played at West Virginia University. And he uh, ended up playing for the Lakers. And Jerry West uh, is in the Basketball Hall of Fame. He uh, also won a gold medal for playing basketball in the Olympics. He, uh, when he played, they did not have the three-point shot, you know, that they do now. And if they had that, he would have scored a lot more points than what he did. He scored over 20,000 points. And but just imagine what he could have done with uh, with a three point shot. And also, they didn't record steals until he uh, until later in his career. And if they did record all his, the steals that he had during his uh, career, he would probably be the leader. And also assists. They didn't re record record assists until. Uh, after his career started. And he did win an NBA championship with with the Lakers. Okay, yeah. And the next person I want to talk about is another basketball player who's in the Hall of Fame, and that is Rod Thorne from Princeton. And Rod, Rod Thorne, um, along with Jerry West, after their careers, they became... Uh, like general managers and and help uh, in the executive part of the of the basketball program. And uh, also another basketball player uh, was Hot Rod Hundley, and he was uh, kind of a exceptional character. <laughs> There's a lot of stories we probably can't tell about about. Uh, Hot Rod Hundley, but he's also in the Naismith Hall of Fame. He uh, he played for he also played for the Lakers, and uh, was was a very flamboyant personality. He late he later did broadcasting, 
and um, he was very good at the broadcasting. Okay, and we also and want to talk about Hal Greer, who was uh, from Huntington. Now, and he played at Marshall, and he's also in the Hall of Fame, and he, he had scored all, over 20,000 points also. And uh, he played, he was actually a little bit before Jerry West and some of the others. But uh, he was also a very exceptional basketball player. And, of course, we want to talk about our famous, well, ex-coach, Bob Huggins. Bob Huggins was born in Morgantown, but later moved to Ohio, but came back to West Virginia to play his basketball career in college at West Virginia University. Now, Bob Huggins later became a coach, and he, he is the only person to have over 300 wins in two different schools. He uh, won over 300 wins in Cincinnati when he was the head coach of uh, University of Cincinnati, and then later West Virginia University. He won over 300 games, and he's number three all-time on the winningest coaches list and he is also in the the hall of fame and now we're going to turn to football and one player that uh, stood out was uh sam huff uh sam huff was from a little town edna gas i'd, I'd never heard of edna gas but uh he uh Sam Huff played uh, for the West West Virginia University, and later um, I think I know he played. He finished up his career with the Redskins, which, well, that's what they were known by then. And uh, he later became the broadcaster, and I believe he's still the broadcaster for what is now the Washington Commanders. Okay, also another great football player is uh, Hall of Famer is he was line by, Sam Huff was a linebacker and so was Chuck Howley. Chuck Howley was from Charleston and he played at West Virginia University and Chuck Howley played his career for um, I'd say this that the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> But uh, and Chuck, Chuck Howley is the only person to ever be win the MVP award on the lose from on the losing team. That was a Super Bowl five, and it was a very close game, and it came down to with very little time on the on the clock. Uh, the guy from uh, from the Colts at that time, it was the, the Baltimore Colts. He uh, kicked the field goal with 35 seconds left and, and won the Super Bowl for them. And of course, the next part, the next person we want to talk about is one of the greatest wide receivers ever. And that of course is Randy Moss. And he's from Rand, West Virginia. 
And of course, uh, Randy Moss uh, still does uh, television. He's he's a commentator at uh, different uh, for di for different games, and he's probably one considered one of the best best wide receivers ever. And another person I want to talk about really wasn't born in West Virginia. But he was a kicker for West Virginia University, and that's Pat McAfee. Now, Pat McAfee has his own radio show and television show. He appears on ESPN quite often, and he is a big supporter of West Virginia. So I thought, even though he wasn't born in West Virginia, we would include him. Now, uh, switching gears, I want to talk about Herschel Woody Williams. Herschel Woody Williams was a Congressional Medal of Honor winner, and he was the last living Congressional Medal of Honor winner from World War II. I believe he won his... Um, his, his Medal of Honor, I believe it was Guadalcanal. And also another uh, Congressional Medal of Honor win winner was Herbert Thomas from South Charleston, West Virginia. And he also won the Congressional, he, he was awarded posthumously uh, for his uh, exploits in Guadalcanal. And switching gears again, we like to talk about, uh, I like to talk about Cyrus Vance. Cyrus Vance was a uh, Secretary of State under Jimmy Carter. Now, he was born in 1917 when Donna Brown was just a, was a young child. <laughs> Um, excuse me. Had to have a little drink here. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <clears throat> now, um, the next person I'd like to talk about. <clears throat> Next person I'd like to talk about is um, he was a Confederate general. Now we're not we we're not trying to be, you know, take sides or you know anything like that or promote you know the Confederacy. But uh, it, we just thought it would be nice to to mention that uh, he led he actually lost an arm during the Civil War, but he still led troops into battle. And he was actually born before West Virginia was a state. Uh, West Virginia, of course, separated from uh, Virginia during the Civil War. Um, of course, Virginia seceded from the Union, and West Virginia decided to go with the... With the um, 
stay with the United States. And uh, that's when we became the 35th state. Okay. And, oh, another athlete that I forgot to mention is, of course, Mary Lou Retton. Mary Lou Retton was the first female gymnast from the United States to ever win the gold medal in the all-around competition in the Olympics. Oh, and another great Olympian, a two-time gold medal winner in the shot put is Randy Barnes from St. Albans. And uh, like I said, he won two gold medals in two different Olympics for the shot put. And another person that I want to mention that most people probably may never have heard about, but I'm, I actually met this guy and you would not believe just look at he's just a monster and that's uh his name is phil fister and he won the world's strongest man competition several years ago but i mean you if you look at if you saw him i mean he, he he's just an incredible specimen now we're gonna go talk about somebody that's um kind of infamous and that, of course, is Charles Manson, who grew up in Charleston, West Virginia. Now, somewhere, my late wife, in my late wife's family, there is a picture of my late wife's grandmother's kindergarten class. I mean, yeah, Sunday school class. I mean, sorry, Sunday school class. And in that Sunday school class, one of the people in the picture is a uh, very young Charles Manson. <laughs> Another infamous person that uh, we were going to talk about was uh, Sarah Jane Moore. Now, Sarah Jane Moore, a lot of people don't may not remember, but she took she tried to assassinate. Um, Gerald Ford. She shot at him, but uh, totally missed everything. And she was quickly apprehended. And um, I don't know if she's still in jail or not. She may be. Uh, but I know she was at Alderson. But uh, I don't know if she was ever paroled. Now, now, what, next we're going to talk about some famous television and movie stars. And one of the ones I want to talk about, of course, is, is Don Knotts from Morgantown. Now, everybody, anybody who's ever seen the Andy Griffith show knows who Barney Fife, who was played by Don Knotts. And, of course, Don Knotts also made several movies in his career and he was on he was on several different television shows including Three's Company and and also um Matlock and a few other shows but he was a extremely good actor and 
another actor I'd like to talk about, of course, is Jennifer Garner. From she's now she's from Charleston, and uh, she, of course, uh, won a Emmy for her role in the television show Alias. She also um, was in quite a few movies, one of which was uh, 13 going on 30. And she was also in Draft Day. And, of course, I, I can't remember all the movies she in, but she was in quite a few movies. Yeah. And Magnuson was another uh, TV, I mean, well, television and movies movie star she was in the movies and she is also from charleston now of course like I said my my brain just jumps all over the place to do in this research i really didn't put the people in order that i should have um one person i'd like to talk about was not born in West Virginia, but yet he uh, was a coach at West Virginia University, and he is in uh, the Hall of Fame, and he is was a was a one of the winningest coaches, and that of course is Don Nealon, and Don Nealon is still alive and kicking and. But he was a he was a very humble, wonderful person. Now the next one I hate to mention, but it's Lou Holtz. Lou Cheap Shot Holtz is what what I always call him. <laughs> but uh, he was uh, he was born in Fallensby and then moved to Ohio later on. And he, of course, was the coach of Notre Dame when Notre Dame beat West Virginia for the national championship. <laughs> now, another another person I want famous coach that I'd like to talk about is probably the greatest. Well, he's considered the greatest football coach in in college. He's like one has won seven championships and that of course is Nick Saban who uh, coached uh, one one championship with LSU college championship with LSU and he won six with the University of Alabama and he just recently retired now like I said, I jump all over the place. And the next person I want to talk about is Joyce DeWitt, who was born in Wheeling. Now, Joyce DeWitt, of course, was on Three's Company. And everybody remembers, you know, Joyce DeWitt from, from Three's Company. And another person that probably most people don't know about is Billy Cox. He was born in Wheeling, and Billy Cox was the bass player in the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Now, him, uh, Billy Cox and, and Jimi Hendrix were actually in the Army together. 
and they started playing together. And when, when Jimmy Hendrix formed his band, he chose Billy Cox to be his bass player. Now, another person I want to talk about who is a famous country star from West Virginia, and that, of course, is Brad Paisley, and he's, he was uh, from Glendale. Now, Brad Paisley still, you know, he's still out there making music and everything, you know, doing records and all kinds of different stuff. He even does has done TV commercials and, but he's a big supporter of West Virginia. Now, one, uh, one other person that uh, I'd like to talk about who is a famous country, uh, country and Western singer. And my wife actually went to school with this girl and that's Kathy Matea. Now, uh, she's from actually from Cross Lanes, where I'm living now. <laughs> uh, and uh, she, uh, had one of her biggest hits probably was 18 Wheels and a, and a Dozen Roses. And uh, she, but she had other hits and she, I, Still, I think she still lives in Nashville. And one other person that I'd like to talk about, of course, is everybody. Everybody knows Steve Harvey. I mean, Steve Harvey is uh, he's had I don't know how many television shows he's he's been on or hosted, but I know he still hosts Family Feud and. Who knows what else, what other shows he's going to have? Oh, okay. And one other person that I like, musical uh, singer, composer, and is Bill Weathers from. He's from Slab Fork, West Virginia. Now, I've never been to Slab Fork, West Virginia, but that, that's a real town. And, uh, of course, Bill Withers uh, had the song Lean On Me and also a big hit with uh, Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. Hmm. Now, one person that I'd like to talk about was from my hometown, and that, of course, was uh, Lou Burdette. Probably most people never heard of Lou Burdette, but Lou Burdette was a pitcher with the Milwaukee Braves. That's uh, the Braves were in Milwaukee before they moved to Atlanta. And in 1957, he won two games in the World Series, which is quite an accomplishment and I of course I was too young to remember I was only one year old at the time but uh, but uh, I've heard about Lou Burdette and he's still talked about a nitro um, one person that, uh, that I'd like to talk about a great politician 
and uh, he was not born in West Virginia, but he really represented West Virginia, and that's Robert C. Byrd, and he was the the longest running, uh, held the Senate seat for the longest amount of time of anyone. And he, Robert Byrd did so many great things for West Virginia. There's schools named after him and there's a federal courthouse and who knows what else. And he brought, of course, he brought the FBI fingerprint center to Clarksburg, which was a really helpful thing. I mean, there's quite a few people. There's hundreds of people that are employed at the fingerprint center in Clarksburg. Okay, now this next person is one of my personal heroes. And that, of course, is Jennings Randolph. And Jennings Randolph uh, in, became a senator in 1933. And one of the first things he did was um, he passed, he, he got a law passed that, and that, that, only blind people, well, blind people would have first choice at vending machines or selling any kind of stands. Well, of course, they used to sell cigarettes and all kinds of kiosks and that kind of thing. And also uh, food, you know, cafeterias and several different things. And then later in 1974, he passed, of course, the uh, help pass with the Randolph Shepard Act that uh, really, and of course, Randolph Shepard is still going today, and it has helped many, many blind people, including me. I'm a former Randolph Shepard vendor, and without Jennings Randolph, um, there have been a lot of people, a lot of blind people out on the street selling pencils, I guess. And another person that I'd like to mention is uh, Peter Marshall. And he was from Huntington. And, of course, Peter Marshall was the uh, first host of Hollywood Squares. For he, he hosts Hollywood Squares for... Goodness, I don't know how long. But he was always a big supporter of West Virginia. And uh, one person that people m probably don't remember is uh, Pearl Buck. Now, she was a, from... Uh, oh, yeah, she was from Hillsborough, West Virginia. And course she later uh, moved to china and one of her famous books is called the good earth and it's uh, considered a literary masterpiece and the next person i'd like to talk about you can see on television and that of course is td jakes who was born in Sal Charleston, and he, of course, is a televangelist, 
and he now has a mega church in Texas. But he started uh, a church here in Cross Lanes, where I live, and it it's still going strong. Now, another and, and one of the infamous people that I'd like to speak about is Archmore from Moundsville. And Archmore was governor of West Virginia, but he ended up going to jail for corruption. <laughs> and he probably should have, got, he was governor twice, and um, he probably should have gone to jail during his first term. <laughs> and another governor of West Virginia that ended up in quite a bit of trouble was uh, Wally Barron from Point, from Point Pleasant. And he also went to jail for corruption. <laughs> now, uh, turning, turning table, turning, uh, switching to gear, another gear, I'd like to talk about Sarah Johnson from uh, White Sulphur Springs. And she attended West Virginia State University. And they made a movie about her called Hidden Figures. And she was the mathematician that uh, did all the calculations so that the men could land on the moon. There would not have been a space program without Sarah Johnson and her mathematics skills. Now, this next person was from West Virginia, but I'm not sure where he was born. And I really had never heard of him until I started researching some of these famous people. And this guy's name is Ed Haley. And he was a famous blind fiddler. Now, I've never heard anything, uh, heard any of his music, but he was uh, at one time very famous. And I wanted to include him because, of course, he was he was a great fiddler, but he was also, like I said, he was also blind. Um, I'd like uh, another sports star that I'd like to mention is John Cruck from Kaiser. And John Cruck, as far as I know, still lives in Kaiser. And he was a uh, first baseman. He played first base for, for the Philadelphia Phillies for quite some time and then later became a sports broadcaster. Now, Another person that uh, I'd like to speak about is John McBride from Beckley. He was a pilot on the space shuttle. And he flew several space shuttle missions and was, uh, of course, was a, a brilliant astronaut. Okay, now switching back to another kind of infamous person, uh, I'd like to mention Devil Ants Hatfield. He was the leader of the Hatfield gang 
during the Hatfield and McCoy famous feud. And he 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 acts well. He was born somewhere in the area of Matewan. You know, back then nobody knows for sure because he was probably more than likely he was born at home and probably money never had a birth certificate. And the next person I'd like to speak about is Anna Jarvis. She was born in Webster, and she invented Mother's Day. Now, a lot of people think Hallmark invented and and the and the florists, FTD florist or whoever, invented Mother's Day, but it was Anna Jarvis, and the first Mother's Day ever was held in Grafton, West Virginia. And another person that I'd like to speak about is Homer Hickam. He, uh, there was a book and a movie uh, about his exploits, and he was into rockets. And uh, he was, uh, he became quite famous for his early rockets. Now, the next, uh, the next person as I like to speak about, is, of course, uh, Soupy Sales. He's from, he was from Huntington. And I can, I can still remember watching him as a kid. He had a television show. And, of course, he became, his to- show was broadcast, oh, pretty much all over the country. And he was very famous and seemed like every show, or at least once every show, he got hit. In the, he got hit in the face with a pie. <laughs> so, and um, but uh, he was he was very funny and was on television for quite some time. Um, one other person I'd like to speak about, another sports star, was James Jet from Charlestown. Now, James Jett won a gold medal in the Olympics for being on the 4 by 100 relay. Now, he had an appropriate name because, man, he ran like a jet. And he later uh, was played quite a few years in the NFL for the Oakland Raiders as a wide receiver. And uh, he not only was very fast, but he had very good hands. Now, now I'm going to brag a little bit here. But uh, I'd like to mention my father, Harvey Hill. Harvey Hill was a 22-year-old first sergeant in the Korean War. And he endured great hardships during the Korean War. He went, he had had his feet damaged by frostbite because he, he was not able to take off his shoes for like 33 days 
because they were fighting the North Korean army. They had chased the North Korean army almost to the edge, very top of North Korea. And North Korea would have probably surrendered, but then all of a sudden about a billion Chinese crossed, <laughs> crossed the Yalu River. And so they spent um, time, quite a few, like I said, 33 days just trying to get back to like the, uh, the 35th parallel. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and that's where the division between North Korea and South Korea That line is still there, and they have a room that is divided, and there's a stripe running all around the floor and across the table, and on one side is the South Korean side, and the other side is the North Korean side. Well, they, my, do, my father went back to North Korea um, on a visit for veterans him and uh, some of his friends around here that um, were um, in fought in the in the Korean War and the, my father <laughs> they let him well they didn't let him he just did it he walked across the stripe and stood had his pictures taken beside beside a guard from North Korea. There were guards inside, always inside that building. And I don't think from what he said that that, that uh, guard from North Korea did not uh, really care to have his picture taken. But uh, my dad is one of the few people, few Americans that has actually been in North Korea <laughs> in the last several years of course my father died um he died about a year and a half ago and another person i'd like to talk about now i'm i'm going to be accused of bragging here but the next person is me tim hill from nitro and I am a two-time international world champion in public speaking in the Moose Legion competition. We used to have, they used to have competitions for public speaking. And all, there are people, there were Moose Lodges from all over the United States, Canada, uh, Great Britain and Bermuda and all the the others uh, the other competitors were all sighted I was the only blind competitor and I was able to win first place in my category in 2009 and 2010 now the next person that I'd like to speak about was not born in West Virginia, 
but she migrated here from I believe I believe she was born in Pennsylvania and she came to the Romney School for the Blind. And well, it was for the deaf and the blind. And she taught several years and still teaches, um, I think, track and swimming and who knows what else. And she's also a Paralympic, was a Paralympic swimmer. And I'm going to turn it back over to her and she's going to tell you about her Paralympic swimming activities. And if there's anybody else that can think of someone that I missed, please let me know because we'll take we're going to take questions and and all that, and you'll be able to tell me how bad a job I did. But if there's any complaints, please send them to Conrad Bennett <laughs> and buy some popcorn off of him. So I'd like to turn it back over to Donna Brown. Okay. Well, thank you, Tim. Uh, I just wanted to say in after the 1992 Olympics and then Paralympics, um, I actually had the honor of being part of a parade with James Jett. So that was kind of cool. So I actually got to meet him. Uh, that was, that was pretty neat. Um, and they, the parade uh, was part of the, the people in the parade were recognizing Olympians and stuff. So um, anyway, if anybody has any comments, questions, whatever, raise your hand and Carrie will call on you. That was a lot of people there, Tim. <laughs> uh, no, I, Pam, hope, I don't even know how much Pam time raised. I took up, but <laughs> Pam, Pam Copy has her hand raised. Okay. Hello, Pam. Hey, Pam. Hey. And I have never been to West Virginia, unfortunately. Maybe one of these days I'll get there. My <laughs> parents briefly lived there shortly before I was born, and I'm not telling you how long ago that was. Uh, but the one I wanted to um, comment on was you mentioned Robert Bird. And uh, one thing that hasn't been mentioned tonight if memory serves me correctly robert bird also apparently played a mean fiddle oh yes that's true he actually played fiddle even in the senate chamber yes <laughs> as part of a, a filibuster one yes time. yes <laughs> <laughs> I think there's quite a few West Virginians who are pretty talented fiddle players. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Even my son-in-law is a mean fiddle player, uh, along with being one, about the best bagpipe pipe player that I've ever heard. Oh, wow. <laughs> he plays, also way, plays a mean guitar. Ooh, look out. And, and by the way, Tim, uh, congratulations to you. Uh, well, to you and Donna on uh, your various honors. I mean, it's not everyone that gets to play in the Paralympics and is certainly not everyone that wins at public speaking. 
So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Could, I probably fumbled a little bit today. <laughs> do we um do we have any other hands, Carrie? Not right now. Okay, there's there's a little bit of time, so if people want to share anything or uh we have a few people on here who are West Virginians. Some of the people are not, but we have several raised hands. Okay. Ellen. Who is it? Music, you can unmute. I think it's okay. Music. I'm, I'm, I'm unmuted now. Okay. Um, you know, the man who does the uh, finding your roots, Henry Louis Gates Jr., um, he's from West Virginia. Oh, I'm, I'm not I familiar with I'm not either. It, right? Is that a, a TV? The, the what, PBS, what is that? The PBS show where they oh, do the, the genealogy oh. of, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I did not was, know that. I I was sure. I figured I'd left out. Several. Well, I, you know, he's, you know, now. Uh, so, anyway. Well, it's hard to find everybody. And listen, there's one thing, Tim. I I thought uh, Charles Manson grew up in Wheeling, not Charleston. But I'm I don't know where I got my. Well, I'm what? pretty. I'm pretty sure. Well, he he moved. He probably moved around quite a bit, from yeah, what I understand. Was Wasn't he an orphan or a foster child? Well, his his mother. Um, <laughs> how do we put this nicely? Uh -huh. He was uh, kind of a. Well, she was a prostitute, mm -hmm. and there used to be a section in Charleston called Fry's Alley, and they eliminated it by putting the interstate right through it. <laughs> That'll do it. My dad, well, my dad, we went to uh, <laughs> New Orleans on a conference one time and he, uh, we went down to Bourbon Street and he looked around and he said, yeah, he said, this reminds me of Fry's Alley. He said, <laughs> I used to, when I first got out of the army, I was delivering uh, cleaning and supplies and different uh supplies for bars and that kind of thing and he said i had to go down through rise alley to make deliveries he said this said said here in orleans they're they're uh you know it's a big thing and here at west virginia they um They just they shut it down by putting, like I said, they put the interstate right through where it used to be. Well, and that, I know, yeah, but I thought he was not. He wasn't raised by his mother though, because I think she gave him up, and the grandmother um, died. Anyway, he. I, I thought it all happened in Wheeling, so uh, I'll have to you look might it be, up. You might be right, but I know at least at uh, at one point he did live in Charleston. Right. Okay. Thank you. And, You're. You, I don't know how you had all this information. It was wonderful. Well, Thank you. Okay. Well, oh. I just remembered. I just remembered what I forgot. <laughs> I forgot uh, when I mentioned New Orleans, there was a famous, probably one of the famous strippers ever in on Bourbon Street. And her, she was from West Virginia. <laughs> and her name was Blaze Starr. Oh, really? 
Yes. Oh, I, I think and you're she, right. I, I, I think I remember that. She got, well, there was a movie made about her. Uh-huh. And with uh, Lolita Davidovich and uh, Paul Newman. Right. And Paul Newman played, see, Blaze Star <laughs> was the girlfriend of the governor of Louisiana, Earl Long. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and he and they they got into she got into a bit of a pro problem because over that, and also I forgot about Dagmar. Oh, Dagmar really? was an oh. early television star, mm -hmm. Hmm. and she was kind of a like a blonde bombshell one and mm -hmm. one of the first ones when television first started. Mm -hmm. And she and I and she was from West Virginia, and I cannot remember. I want to say Charleston, but I'm not a hundred percent sure about mm -hmm. that. Uh, we have another raised hand. It's uh, Debbie, and it's about ten minutes till. Okay, go ahead, Debbie. Hi, uh, good job, Tim. This has been an interesting <laughs> and fun discussion. I just thought of a couple other people. Uh, Nancy Hanks was Abraham Lincoln's mother, and she was born mm -hmm. in Kaiser. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, and then I can't remember the guy's name. Maybe somebody on the call will remember it. But uh, he wrote uh, Frosty the Snowman and uh, Here Comes Peter Cottontail. Yeah. And he was from Kaiser. But uh. I can't think of the guy's name right now. I can hmm. look that up because I have the article that it was in our newsletter. Wasn't Burl Ives, was it? No. No, I, I didn't <laughs> think so. I think it was Robert somebody. I can't remember. Hmm. That one I did not know. And then uh, also, we talked about Jerry West earlier. And um, some people, well, maybe a lot of people don't know that he's it's his uh, silhouette that's on the NBA logo. Oh, yes, I forgot to mention oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, the uh, <laughs> famous NBA logo, uh, there was a picture taken of him, and they created, they used that picture to create the NBA logo. Thank you for that, because that's one of the things I was wanting to remember. And, uh, yes, wow. so, yeah, huh. the logo for the NBA is Jerry West. Okay. All right. Wow. Anybody else? Not right now. Oh, hi. This is Nikki. I'm going to have to go in a minute, but Thornton Burgess wrote Peter Cottontail. Okay. What was the name? <laughs> Thornton Burgess. Oh, okay. Thank you. And You're was, welcome. <laughs> okay. Have a good day. This has been fascinating. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Anybody else? We have just a few short oh, minutes. Okay, it's six fifty-five, so it's seven fifty-five. Okay. Well, if there's no more uh, comments or questions or whatever, I want to thank everyone for coming. I certainly want to thank Tim for. This presentation, uh, there was a lot of things I didn't know. Of course, I am not a native West Virginian, as Tim 
alluded to. Well, I'm claimed you. from from Pennsylvania. I've actually lived in West Virginia now longer than I lived in Pennsylvania. So, <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, there's as Tim started off with saying, you know, every state has their famous people. So, um, but again, thank you all for coming, and thank you, Carrie and Chanel, for taking time out of your evening. And we will end. We will be back in March. It will be the second Monday in March, which would be March 11th. Not 100% sure what the topic is going to be yet. Uh, so just keep looking at the uh, daily schedule in the community, uh, whatever, list. And thank you again for being here. And everybody have a good evening. And I'd like to thank my daughter, Candace Brannard, for all her help because she was she read the names off because I printed them out but then I had a drop in eyesight and <laughs> so I was not able to read the names so she read them for me okay so all I'd right. like well, to thank her well thank you all <laughs>